Good evening. I want to get some housekeeping things out of the way before I get started. Uh, one, if you have any criticisms, if you know me personally, just let me know whether it be sound quality, uh, microphone isn't picking up. Granted, I'm, I am doing this on my phone. I do not have any equipment as of right now. But if you have anything that you would like to share with me, uh, don't hesitate to tell me so we can both have an enjoyable experience. So also, I believe I left out some things from my previous one, from my previous episode, as far as the introduction into not only myself, but how I started this business. I, I did think it would be worthwhile to revisit startup capital. Like I did say, or should I say, like I alluded to, I never used the $500 initial investment. I did everything from the money that I had. And what I had was my leftover rent check from summer school. So I believe it might have been $1,500. And after I paid rent, it was definitely not a lot of money, but that is what fueled my creativity. So if I knew I couldn't afford something, I would either do it myself or I would find a way around that certain uh, obstacle. I would find a way around it to still get what I wanted in the end. And that's definitely something that is a recurring theme uh, with my entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey. So uh, today's topic, I want to hit on the ignorance that I had, uh, not just in the beginning, but even now, you know, there's so many instances where I am reminded that I don't know what I don't know. And from the beginning, ignorance as far as vendors, where to get certain things from, how to source certain things, what certain things even meant, uh, I think one of the first mistakes, one of the first big mistakes I made was getting a credit card and not necessarily getting a credit card in general, but how I went about securing one. So I'm going to be pretty, pretty open on this podcast. So uh, luckily, my parents, uh, they set me up to have good credit. Uh, that being I had a credit card in my name that was just for gas and I would only use it for gas, but they would pay it off. And that put me in a position to have a very good credit score at a young, younger age, I should say, right around 21, I believe. So I know other people aren't fortunate enough to have that happen to them, but that is a part of my story. Uh, I definitely don't feel bad about it. But Moving forward, when I was searching for credit cards, I would say I had the opportunity or the ability to apply for credit cards that a usual or average college student wouldn't be uh, wouldn't get approved for. So, you know, I'm, I'm still in college. I, I really want to be flashy. And I see American Express because yeah, American Express is creme de la creme. And I go and I want one of the best credit cards they have. And I end up applying for the business gold card, which if you don't know, is not all the way made out of metal, but it does have a metal face. So when you hand it and when you hold it, it feels significantly heavier than your average piece of plastic. 
So I apply for it, get approved, and I can't, I can't wait to start spending money. Can't wait, can't wait. Now, granted, I don't notice my ignorant decision until basically, I want to say six or seven months ago. So if I, I've had this credit card since 2019 because I got it right around January uh, after the year that I started the business, which was 2018. So I'm spending money, getting points. I'm, I'm feeling fantastic. You know, uh, American Express likes to advertise that you don't have a you you don't have a spending limit, but at the same time, you don't have unlimited spending, which was pretty, pretty odd, uh, you know, trying to get your head wrapped around it. But I felt as though it was it was fantastic. You know, I was going places. Uh, they were asking for payment. I would just be so joyous to pull out that card and they 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 get it. It's like, ooh. We might need a form of ID with this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, th- things were going great. But coming back to the theme of ignorance, what I failed to research adequately enough was how was that credit card going to benefit me just beyond points? Because essentially every credit card program has some type of point system. But if I'm in the clothing business, and let's just say the point, the point, the point system is heavy on spending money on groceries. That wouldn't be the most beneficial car for me. And what I've later realized is the car that I have, it gives you more points when you spend money on hotels, airfare and shipping. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't spend I don't I really don't spend any money on hotels no money on airfare and shipping is minimal just because most of the things that I get as far as produce uh, are located in the city. So that was that was definitely, you know, a, a mistake that I regret still paying for. I actually called American Express to see if I could change cards and you essentially got to move mountains in order to get cards changed. At least that's what I gathered from the conversation I had with the customer service representative. Another thing is just certain terms that you're not familiar with, that I wasn't familiar with. You know, stuff like, stuff like, you know, a BOL, a bill of landing. The first time I, I saw that, I was like, what? You know, accounts payable and accounts receivable. These are things that get, those are, these are terms that get thrown around often, but you never really get a concrete definition of it until you're in a position to where you have to know what it is. Uh, as far as payment terms, you know, do on receipt, net 30 accounts, th- things like that. It's so many things that you don't know. It's actually humbling. But what I'm thankful for is that I was never really afraid of asking questions. Now, it might not necessarily come out as I don't know what this is, but what do you mean by this? Or can you explain it a little bit more just so I could get clarification? Because getting that clarification is the difference between you paying too much for something and you getting the right product. You know, just as far as what you should know and what you don't know uh, when going through certain processes. And to be honest, you might think, or let me refer to me because you know I'm referring. I'm talking about my own experience. I thought that certain things were just 
so complicated that I would almost put off doing them for another day because I just knew it was just going to be so stressful. Prime example, getting in the stores. I thought, you know, the small stores, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be simple. The mom and pop stores, that, that shouldn't be too hard. But the larger stores, I was like, man, how, 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 how am I going to do this? And really, it's just rinse and repeat. The same process I use for the smaller accounts, I would also use for the larger accounts. So uh, like, I, like I referenced in the previous episode, I would walk in, I would ask for the manager, the owner, somebody who was in charge, and I would just introduce myself, let them taste the product, and whether they liked it or whether they didn't, that was how I was able to get some of the accounts that I got, or should I say all of the accounts that I got. And even with the larger stores like Bromart, I was in Bromart Magazine, and it was the same process. Uh, also, before the storm, uh, I talked with Rouse's. Granted, Rouse's has been in the media for some less than less than favorable uh, events. Uh, I want to say that was in January, but nonetheless, I had a I had a meeting with them, and to put it plainly, they are definitely one of the largest, if not the largest, independently owned grocery chain in Louisiana. So it was just the same same process. I just went up to a store and I asked, how do I get my product in this store? And he gave me the guy's name and number. He said, call this number. And that's basically all. So it's, 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 it's kind of cliche. I want to say this is a Drake, a Drake line, but I, I live by this line on multiple, multiple occasions. I met, matter of fact, I live by this line all the time and it's, and it's don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. So moving away to where you're not just being ignorant, but move as if you're confident, move like you're confident. And when you learn how to do better, you do better. But you don't put things off and you don't shy away from certain things or should I say shy away from certain circumstances just because you feel as though you don't have enough knowledge or you don't look like everybody else or you don't talk like everybody else or you might not have the education that everybody else has. But at the end of the day, you pursuing your business makes your business or your your story that much better because it's you. It's not anybody else. So I know that my beverage isn't the cheapest and it isn't the most accessible, being as though it's not in a lot of stores. It's only in one venue or should I say one, one location as of right now. But I don't compare myself to... Herbert's. I don't compare myself to Minute Maid. I don't compare myself to any of these other brands because I know that if you want that brand, you're going to get that brand. But if you want my beverage, you're going to do whatever it takes in order to get my beverage. And that's something that I had to learn because at first you want to imitate certain things. You want to imitate certain brands because you see things are working for them, but that might not necessarily be what works for you. So that's another thing that I learned. And it's so it's just so much learning that is involved with this journey is is crazy. Like right now, I just uh, I'm at my place and I just finished <laughs> I just finished uh, tearing up the floors and it was laminate floors. I took up the laminate floors and there was paint beneath and I, 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 I took away the paint. 
So I was like, man, it feels like I'm an entrepreneur, a part-time general contractor, part-time plumber, you know, almost part-time electrician, full-time janitor. It's, it's, it's just so many things that you don't know you're getting yourself into, but at the same time, you know you're working towards something that is, one, not, not only makes you happy, but two, it gives yourself a sense of pride that nothing, little to nothing else on this earth can, can, can provide. Uh, so that's the, that's the little bit I have to talk about ignorance. Uh, definitely don't feel hesitant or don't feel intimidated by your ignorance. It's something to embrace, but at the same time, you have to be open to learning new things very quickly. Or should I say, I was open to learning new things very quickly to ensure that my business, uh, would indeed succeed. You know, it's 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 something that my grandfather instilled in me when I was young and continues to instill is that when you put on a front as if you know everything, people are way less likely to give you information. But when you look and when you are approachable and when you make it evident that you're willing to learn, uh, some people might. Some people might think that it's, how can I put this, not the best look, but I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly so helpful when people can see that you're eager to learn and that you're not worried about your ego or how you may seem. Uh, so definitely stay open to learning new things. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> This is this is new for me. This is definitely new for me. Uh, I'm trying to do all of them in one take. So uh, I'm probably going to remember some things that I should have spoke about. But anyway, it is what it is. That's my take on ignorance. Uh, don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. And I'll talk to you all next time.